Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always, I have two good buddies. Three good buddies, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So up first, I'll go with... Me? Hey, this is Jeff, the guest star to this episode. And then from there, I'll go with... Me? It is I, your most of the times, usually all the times co-host these days, Willie. How's it going? And then the one that's left, and I'm going to point in a random direction to hope I'm pointing the right way. That is the way I am on my that screen, but I think we're screen. different on every screen. But yeah, this is Nate, your perma guest host, who's been taking a little bit of time, but, you know, making some time for the show when I can, baby. Yeah, and this week, we are here to chat. Oh my god, I'm knocking things over already. This week, we are here to chat about some phasmophobia. But before we get to that, I'd like to start off the show how I always do, which is giving a big shout-out to our Patreons with an extra special thank you to one uh, Nate Sir Cogsworth of the 7th of Juniper, Jeff Old Jeffy Lube himself, Every Sir Adam, and DC Smokedown. You guys fucking rock. Appreciate you very much. Yeah, you got two of them on this episode. That's I incredible. know. I feel the love. It's all, it's all, all for you, Dalton. We do this for you. <laughs> oh, you warm my black little heart. As Lestat would put it. <laughs> uh, so, first things first, gentlemen. I, I watched Squid Game. I'm not going to get into spoilers because I know everybody's still into that. Nate, I know you're currently watching it. Gentlemen, I will never be able to hear the song, The Blue Danube, the same ever again. Mm. And if you don't know what that is, it's the one that's like... Oh, yeah. I'll never hear that song without thinking of Squid Game ever again. <laughs> Red light. Green light. Oh, so that brings me to my first question about it. Actually, my only question. Nate, are you watching it subbed or dubbed? I am watching it dubbed. Dubbed? Because I am lazy piece of trash. How, how is the dub? Because I watched it subbed uh, and it was, it was still really good. So I'm curious how the English dub is. I don't think it's bad. Like, I get why people don't like dubs in general just because it kind of... Because obviously the mouth doesn't match up with what they're saying, but in my opinion, that's something you should not care too much about if you know you're going into a dub. Yeah, exactly. But I just, I enjoy it. I think it's not bad. Like, it is just, you know, you gotta get used to the fact that that's definitely not that person's voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just curious how, uh, like, how the voice actors are doing, but if you're saying it's good, then that's good, that's good, because I know that's something that I think my dad was interested in watching, and I don't know whether he would watch the sub or the dub. Probably the dub. But so I was just curious. I mean, it's just easier to watch a dub, in my opinion. Like I know, like a lot of people are in used to watching subs from anime and things like that. But yeah. that's not something I've really ever been huge into. So the dub was definitely the path for me to go down on this. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I'm glad you guys can watch foreign films dubbed. Like I'm really happy for you. I would feel like I was missing something the whole time, man. <laughs> I, I it made me want to start checking out some more Korean stuff. For sure. Like, I was really impressed with the show. Uh, I, n- now I want to check out Parasite. Oh, oh yeah, that was that movie that won the things. Oscar, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I heard that it's fantastic. And it's the season, so I might watch that tonight after we record. And just uh, see if it makes me shit my britches or anything. <laughs> uh, How did you watch it, Jeff? Did you watch it subbed or dubbed? I haven't watched it. Oh, I thought you said you were watching it. My bad. My bad. No, I'm no, curr- Jeff's on that. I'm currently watching oh, ahead, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. From a, a, a strong um, recommendation from basically everyone in Tadpog. Shout out Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. Hey. There's their weekly. There's their weekly shout out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, and I didn't have to do it. Yeah, I've learned from um, the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
another thing that I did this week was I played a little game called Cooking Companions. And without going like too terribly much into the game, because I would like people to experience it for themselves, if you've ever played Doki Doki Literature Club, it is right up that vein. Um, it's not for free. I'll say that it's not free um, on Steam. It's about $10, I think. It might still be on sale, something like that. Uh, totally worth it, though, in my opinion. Um, I, I, well, you know, I love you guys, so I'm going to be fully honest with you. I uh, acquired it. But next time I make a fa like some nice cash, I'm going to buy it because I absolutely want to support that dev because it's a really fucking good game. It's the first game in a long time that I was playing it, and it made me go and like shiver about seven times throughout the whole time playing it. And like, fuck, Blair Witch didn't do that one time. And I know that's what we always go to, but fuck, that's our terrible horror game to compare everything to. Yep. I'm sure we'll make some comparisons today as well. Yes. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I know you really liked that game, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cooking Companions, I give it a good recommendation. It's a hearty pip-pip, as the boys on Factory Sealed would say. Shout out, Factory Sealed. Uh, retro Gaming Podcast. There. Now they've both gotten their shout out. Um, gentlemen, I've been having some weird fucking dreams for like, I don't know, the two years or so now. Um, and maybe listeners can help me out with this. I don't know if you guys know any much about dreams or anything, but they happen in the same three or four locations. Um, it's either a big cabin that's either on a lake or a, like a beach somewhere every time. It's either one or the other. Uh, it's either like a giant mall. <laughs> You're fucking Jeff, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm pretending either... to be your doctor, so I have a pen and paper. <laughs> okay. It's either a, a giant mall, a big-ass hotel, or an amusement park. And sometimes the hotel and the amusement park are connected, like you can go between them. It's these four look every fucking dream. And I'm one of these people, I can remember my dreams after I wake up. And I've thought about writing them down because they would make the most ridiculous stories. And what, why I bring this up is because we were playing a lot of Phasmophobia. And one of my dreams ended up where I was in that cabin and a bunch of us were there. And me and this girl that I knew were the only ones that ended up getting away because I had played Phasmophobia and I knew how to get away. <laughs> and Pro tips. the shocking thing, I got in my truck and it cranked and we were able to leave. And I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this. I, in that moment, in the dream, I was like, I'm dreaming and I can't believe this truck's fucking cranked. Because every time it's like, I can't throw a punch, try to open a door, it won't open. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're throwing a fucking fist through jello. It's just not doing anything. And then... And you're in the horror movie setting, too. So the moment you turn the car, it just was Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't want to... Then you have to get out and run. But no, bitch cranked right up. We were able to drive off. It was awesome. <laughs> well, thank God. This wasn't I wish what... I was one of those people that could remember their dreams. Like, I can never remember my dreams. Like, I wake up, I think about it for five seconds. Like, I'm going to remember this. Five minutes later, it's completely gone. <laughs> no, I'm the same. Have... If the dream is outrageous enough, I'll remember it. Like... Probably one of the dreams I still remember. This was probably 15 years ago. I was in a gunfight with Go uh, Bill Goldberg in an abandoned apartment building. <laughs> now, was it like real guns or were you flexing? Because I think he's got you beat on the flex. Well, he part. definitely has me beat in terms of guns. But no, he and I were actually like trying to survive a, uh, I don't know, like this this rival gang was trying to kill us. And we just like, nope, we've got we've got guns. Fire back. Fuck yeah, you were That's the Expendables weird. before the Expendables. That's what's up. <laughs> Jeff is the original Expendable. <laughs> <laughs> I just add that to his nickname. 
the original expendable. <laughs> Old Jeffy Lynn. There we go. Um, yeah, you know, I have dreams. Like, I can remember dreams from when I was a kid that fucking freaked me out. Um, I got bit by a pit bull when I was younger. Uh, and I had this dream where I was. Mr. Worldwide? Darling. Yeah, man. He just he showed up and he bit me and he said some shit in Spanish and danced off. It was fucking crazy. Bigger <laughs> your lower ribs if I get your heights right. <laughs> oh, sorry, I about choked on that one. Um, but it it was this fucking my neighbor's dog and he always warned us. I was friends with the neighbor kid and his uncle. It was his uncle's dog and he's like, "That's not a nice dog. Don't go near it." Come to find out, it's because he fought that dog. You know what I mean? So it was one of those situations. So we used to play in the backyard. Well, we used to play a game called Run Past the Dog, and uh, my fat ass did not run fast enough one day and got bit by the dog. Now, luckily, it bit me and let go, which is, like, weird for mean-ass dogs to do. You know what I mean? So maybe he was just trying to warn me, but he warned me, all right, because blood started flowing down my arm. And he, Anyway, so I had this recurring nightmare that I can still remember where I was in what looked like a jail cell, but now that I think about it, it was like a block school room. You know what I mean? With, like, that blue paint. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, aren't schools just prisons for our mind, man? Yeah, psychonauts. Um, you're, I was sitting on this wood bench, and there was a pit bull that was just far enough from me that he could snap at my face. And I, ha- I kept sliding to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left on this bench trying to get away from this dog. And finally, I didn't get slide fast enough, and the dog bit me. And then the Walmart smiley face showed up puts on sunglasses and told me your sales over kid you're dead and then i woke up and i can still remember that dream i had it when i was like nine maybe younger than that maybe it was like six and i can still remember it vividly in my head that's wild they're fucked up man my brain's a fucked up place <laughs> uh, if psychonauts were real i'd let them go in there to try to get all the baggage out also a quick shout out to uh, canada dry for thinking of putting some lemonade in their ginger ale it's fucking wonderful is that what that is? I thought you were drinking, like, Vault, like the uh, oh, surge replacement. I remember Vault. I drank way too much of that shit back in the day. <laughs> I used to have friends who would buy cases of it because they worked at a grocery store. Anytime they got a case in, they would just buy it. So we had it on lock. Oh. It was okay. I, I remember tasting like Mountain Dew, but greener, which probably is just what it looked like. It tastes more green. No, I know exactly like, what you mean. I know mean. what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> It tasted more like, like it looked more like the mutagen from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it tasted more like the mutagen from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> well, that made me think of Chappelle when he's like, "What the fuck is juice? I want some of that grape drink." <laughs> oh man, yeah, Vault was a uh, definitely a product of the time. They like, noticed they haven't tried to bring that back like they brought back Surge. Yeah, nobody wants Vault anymore. <laughs> We're still waiting on Pepsi Blue. Just kidding. Nobody is waiting on Pepsi Blue. I will say when Pepsi Blue uh, came out a couple months ago, I was like, oh, I remember drinking this. I remember liking it. It uh, it sucks now. <laughs> I, remember, I, believe that. I remember when the Get Smart movie came out. Uh, I think it was Fanta released orange soda that was clear, and it was just weird. Like, I wanted it needed to be orange. I don't know what, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but... <laughs> Who loves clear soda? Nobody. No, nobody. Man, that just made me think of a wild experiment would be if you got some of those, like, LaCroix or Bubblies or whatever and just decanted them into pint glasses and just had people drink them and see if they could even figure out what they were if they had their nose mm. closed. I love the thing. It's like, this shit tastes like TV static with a hint of a fruit that someone's yelling at you from another room. 
<laughs> I love that shit though, but that's it's true. I mean, it's uh, it's not like clearly Canadian or whatever, where it's like a soda type beverage with the flavor and sweetness of the fruit. It's more like this. This is memories of lime. This yeah. is the zest of the lime. I I don't mind the berry ones and stuff like that, but my brother likes them, and I think it was like his wife or something had a case of the coconut ones, and I cracked one of those open and took a sip of it, and I was like, oh, there's nothing coconut about this. Nothing. This just tastes like seltzer water. This is awful. <laughs> Well, coconut well, the in general strawberry one is Oh, I'll fight you, Jeff. I'll fight coconut <laughs> water. I did not get the uh, coconut, coconut water craze, man. That was a weird one. I, tried oh, to I don't know about that. But I'm like, is it, it was like, it was, everyone was drinking coconut water for me. It was like supposed to be extra healthy, get you extra hydrated or whatever. And I had it a couple times and I'm just like, what does everyone see in this? Yeah, like, was one, I was, was never one of, one of those guys. Phases. I just like regular water if I'm going to go for water. Or like the, the flavored water is not bad, but like coconut water... I'm sure there's like bean water and like weird things out there too, like like kale water. No, no thank you. <laughs> well, ever since my kidney uh, stone a few months ago, I bit I've cut out soda pretty much complete completely. I've been drinking nothing but tea, yeah. water, and juice. Like right now, I'm currently drinking the cranberry juice. Granted, it does have vodka in it, but it's cranberry <laughs> juice. <laughs> I don't think vodka will give you kidney stones, so I think you'll be all right. Yeah, you know, keep keep your pee rocks in your pee hole. <laughs> God, I can't even imagine. Uh, like, I, I drink a lot of soda, and I've been trying to cut back. But I also drink a lot of water. Like, I have, and I know this isn't good for, like, audio things, but I have, like, a mason jar. And this is what I drink water out of. And I'll drink, like, four or five of these a day of water. Well, well when, the, so, like, when I'm just, I drink a lot. When uh, I went to go see the uro- urologist once I got out of the hospital, because that's how severe the pain was for me. I was rushed to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But the urologist says the, the main... Uh, contributor to kidney stones is dehydration not drinking enough water mm-hmm. that makes sense i would have thought the first thing he said to you was damn it's some big balls <laughs> i didn't have to show him he didn't ask <laughs> how sad were you that he didn't uh well i was kind of i was kind of in a, in a rush because you know it's like okay let's get this done and over with i gotta get out of here and head to work i don't have time to be flashing my balls to a man who just probably wouldn't even seem to care Excuse me, sir, I need to piss this rock out so I can go to work, please. <laughs> that is America in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in another country. <laughs> hey, Aries or Adam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Aries. Hi, Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> What's it like those of y'all who can see doctors? That's cool. Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day because I'm having to do this uh, like work thing for uh, getting government assistance, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I was like, I have to tell the lady, like, listen. I have a fucked up wrist, a fucked up knee, and a fucked up back, and no money to go to a doctor. So I cannot prove to you that any of these things are fucked up. But like, I am not lying to you; they really are. But oh well, I'll deal with it like I have for the past, I don't know, six years, the American way. Grit your teeth and bear it. <laughs> um. Oh, Jeff, 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 Jeff. Yes, buddy. I thought about you the other day when I was going through GOG.com, that, and I so saw. Sweet. I saw Descent Free Space was on sale, the first one, so I bought it and added it to the list, because I know you were like, you got two, now add one, motherfucker. Because <laughs> they're, they're so great games. They're, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll say it right now. I don't know. They, they are my favorite PC games. I've never played them, so I know nothing about them. I strongly recommend them. There was a time when I was playing Free Space 2 all the time. It is legitimately a great game, and it's got... A lot of really great mods made for it by the fan. Like, when I say mods, I mean, like, Doom wads, like, full campaigns people have made that have their own, like, stories and new ships and everything. It's crazy good. Yeah, I believe the, uh, I believe the mod engine they use is called Blue Planet. 
Does that, does that sound right? Blue Planet? Blue Planet was definitely, like, so there was, uh, there was a, a major mod called Blue Planet Planet that I think got a lot of forks also. Like, there were multiple stories that took place in that universe. I think the main modding tool is called Fred. I think that's short for, short for something, and I don't remember what it is anymore. It has been so long. You know, I really... But I would love to get back into that, man. I really appreciate these old games. Like, you, like, hearing you guys talk about this and what you always bring up with Doom and having the wads and things like that, and even going to, like, Neverwinter Nights and Baldur's Gate, where, like people who are just fans of the game have taken the game engine and created these entire campaigns that you can go on and play for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's so cool to me. And the fact that like Neverwinter Nights and stuff gives you all the tools that you need to do that. It has made me want to try to like come up with a D and D campaign and make a thing with it. But then again, like, I don't know where to start with getting people to check it out and try it or, you know, and I don't know, if I can deal with the, oh, this dude's fucking trash, you ruined this fucking game, I'll never play this game again because of you, you tubby fuck. Because, you know, that's the internet, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be interesting to do. I will say um, there is... I would like... Yeah, just one quick thing. Just a, There is a complete... Uh, uh, they made a Star Fox game using the Free Space Engine. I believe it's called Event Horizon. Holy shit. That sounds cool. That's awesome. That sounds real cool. Yeah, we'll have. I know there was like a not Battlestar Galactica, but one of those other ones, uh, Stargate or something like that. That they someone made like a Stargate like total conversion for free space mm. at one point too. That would be cool. I could see like it Red might have Dwarf. Been Stargate, but it's, it's one of them. You know, with the, the spaceships and the starfighters and stuff. Like I'm just thinking Stargate because uh, there's Egyptian related themes in both free space and Stargate. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, maybe like Red Dwarf or. Uh... Yeah, it wasn't Red Dwarf. That was, was another space show, but I don't remember. Babylon Five. Uh, it may have been Babylon Five, actually. E- that 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 is ringing a bell. Metal Jesus Rocks has a very interesting uh, old video on his channel of it's just audio from like back in the '90s when Drunken Master Paul worked for this radio station that would have like gaming people call in and everything, and it was this interview where a bunch of people were leaving. Um, oh shit. It was when some company had just shut down and it was talking about it was whoever was doing Babylon AD and stuff like that, like that game getting canceled completely. And it was supposed to be about Babylon 5, like it was a whole computer game based around that. And it was like tribes. Oh, it was Sierra. I'm a fucking idiot. It was when Sierra was shutting down. Um, they kept like they were interviewing all these people who worked at Sierra and like a lot of them couldn't talk about some stuff because of, in, you know, uh, non-disclosure agreements and things this one guy just calls in and he's like i don't give a fuck about that here's exactly what's been going on and just starts laying into everything he's like fuck it i don't want the money it's good shit it's good shit but yeah i uh i thought about you grabbed that figured that would be good to add to the list i'm sure we'll uh bug you again to come on whenever we get to those games because i know you love them i'd be more than happy to come on you know there's some other games on your list i would be more than happy to come on for Hey, I mean, know, you want to give us any teasers right now, or do you just want to tell us in private? Oh no, okay. Uh, you know, Borderlands, I would love to be on. I, you know, I, okay. I have probably the most experience with the second game. It's my favorite in the series. So when that ever shows up, uh, I'd be more than happy to come on. Uh, Serious Sam Dalton, I know you got a history with that game as well. Uh, Unreal Tournament, you know, same with that. Oh. So you getting hard. Boomer shooters. All right. <laughs> getting hard over here. Jesus. Is it warm? Who's making Dalton's entire night, man? Come on. <laughs> well, I see his mic think... r- rising all of a sudden. I was wondering what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've always loved the Borderlands series because, like, it's cool that you can 
play co-op, but you don't have to play it co-op. It's kind of like you can drop in and out and then also play single player, but then hop back in and play together. So it's not like you, you don't have to be waiting on your buddies, but if your buddies are playing, you guys can all hop in and go fuck some shit up. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I've never played the series, so that sounds really cool. I actually, I, I started with the second game, you know, and I, I loved it. I still think yeah. highly of it. I played a lot of I, Borderlands 2. I mean, I'm sorry, Borderlands 1. Yeah, I think our buddy Paul Horn is into that series, too. I think so. Maybe. Oh, man, we might have a whole Borderlands roundtable. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a couple other games I would like to be on. I would love to be on for Final Fantasy Nine. Is that on the it's list? It's on the list. Yep. And you also, according oh, to the goodness. list, you also have Grimm come on as well. Nice. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I just lost it. Oh, obviously No Man's Sky. Oh yeah, I would make you come on that one. Dragon. Can I get that? Can I get that sentence again, uh, Dalton? Just run that one by me one more time. Yeah, let me let me just say I would make him come on that one. (laughs) Gotcha. I thought that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I just mentioned Grim. I got to give Grim a quick shout out because it was my birthday this weekend. And Grim got me a copy of 30XX for my birthday, so hell yeah! Plugging myself here, I might be streaming that pretty soon. Yes! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh man, I didn't want to say anything, but I was really hoping when you said you got 30XDX that you were going to stream it. Yeah. Also, sorry I pronounced it 30XDX. I'm a weird home star runner guy. Yeah, it looks really cool, and it looks like one to be fun to like actually progress live on stream with. Yes. So I yes. think I might try 30XX on stream. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to. Yeah. That so shout outs to Grim, man. Thank you so much, Grim. You the man. <laughs> Yeah, Grim's the man. He's super Grim. He's super Grim. I, mean, uh, I put 30XX up there with like, um, oh God, what was it? Reventure. And then the one that oh, Tyler and Paul Korn, I've seen both of them talk about how much they like it. Um, it's where like oh, when you die, you make another character. Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy. Yeah. I think they're along those veins, except you know you don't switch characters. It's kind of just you go yeah. get your best run. and so maybe it's also like was, Hades-esque in a way. It sounds like it's... I, yeah, I was kind of hoping it would have some kind of like Hades or uh, Dead Cells type yeah. replayability to it. I really enjoyed 20XX, so I think you'll really dig 30XX. Nice. Gentlemen, since it's spooky season, we did uh, ah! we did play some spooky game. And let's, uh, let's talk about some Phasmophobia. Let's. Now, now, Nate and Willie... I want to start with you guys because you guys came around on this game before Jeff and I did. Um, so if you want to kind of give the rundown of like y'all's first experiences with it, playing it with game buds and you know all of that jazz, that'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. Like so, <clears throat> when this game was pretty much at its peak, it was like I think it was shortly after everybody was starting to get sick of Among Us in the game buds room. <laughs> Yep. The game that so almost some, destroyed us. It did. Yes, the game that brought us all together, then almost destroyed us. <laughs> <laughs> but a few of us started playing um, Phasmophobia. Guys like me, Dave, John, Willie, um, Laxby, a few others. Dave, Laxby, Laxby yeah. Uh, and so just a good time. Like we were just having fun trying to figure out all these ghosts and stuff. And that's the thing that I think that makes this game so good is it's for multiple people at a time. Like I wouldn't want to play this with strangers. But playing with your friends, that makes this game such a blast. And being able to play it with the Game Buds about a year ago was when this was all going down the first time. was a blast. And coming back to it now, mm, so good. So when we first played it, this game, I think it was officially released, but it had the feeling of an early access game. Like, there was a lot of it that was kind of janky. A lot of stuff that kind of felt like 
default 3D Unity assets. I don't even know if it's made in Unity. It probably isn't. But it had that same kind of feeling to it. A lot of stuff would just clip through walls or every character would stand really weird. I mean, part of that's the fact that it was a small team. The games are, came virtual. It came with VR integrated, but not mandatory from the start. And, like, so it felt really weird back in the day. But they made a major update, like, maybe a month or so ago, I think. And uh, it it's nice. But, yeah, we had a ton of fun with it back in the game, Buds. Uh, and we played it for a few weeks, and we just kind of all thought, hey, you know, we, we've kind of seen it. We, you know, some a couple people got really obsessed and started playing, like, grinding with, the, like, you know, pairing off and grinding. And I, I was just playing with it uh, whenever the whole group got together. But uh, it was uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah, like, I, one of my favorite memories of the game in that early stage was there was one night, it was pretty late, it was just me and Dave playing. And I think this had more to do with us being bad at the video game than the game actually trying to kill us. But neither one of us could figure out how to open this door. Like, if the hunt would happen, we'd both survive. We were stuck in this little <laughs> tiny bedroom together. Then we, After the hunt was over, we would go to the door, try to open it, and neither one of us could figure it out. And then it would start again. And eventually we both just died in this room because neither one of us could figure out how to open up a door. It was <laughs> one of the most hilarious things. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I don't remember exactly how we decided to play this. Well, I think we just kind of chose it, didn't we? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think I think the three of us were talking about me, you, and uh, Willie, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? This is gonna be a fun. We got to get a fourth person in on. Like, who can we get in?" And we started talking to him. Then it was just clicked to me that Jeff was the perfect dude to play this with because I knew he didn't have much experience with it, yep. and I thought he would have a lot of fun playing it with us. And did I? This was this was <laughs> a. Uh... I, I guess I'll say it right now. This was a shitload of fun. I enjoyed the hell out of this game. But I think it maybe it's just because of the people I played with. I'm sure that has something um, to add to the experience. I meant to check into it. They did, with the last update, they did add a uh, single-player mode as well, which I can't even imagine going in there by yourself and trying to do all that shit. No. You know what I mean? I feel like part of the fun is like having your friends help you. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily jump on it, but like I meant to check it out just so I could touch on it. But yeah, uh, just the people playing really was great. You know, that was the night that we played for hours. And then Jeff, once you went to bed, Dave hopped in and we played with Dave for a while. Like, and that was great. And I I had a lot of fucking fun with it, man. Like, uh, there were some times that legitimately freaked me the fuck out. I wouldn't say I ever got like scared, scared, but there were times that you were just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one of the early games that the four of us all played together. Me and Dalton both got killed by this ghost. And then we were just standing in the driveway while y'all two were freaking out, just all talking about their experience with the ghost and how it murdered us. Well, if, if, if yeah. it's the game we're thinking about, I think, I think it was me and Willie. We were just standing there in the truck because there's a, there's a, yeah. the safe, the safe room is a, it's like a box truck. That's where it has like all your equipment and such in it. So you're in there, you're fine. Yeah. And we were just looking out at the front of the house. It was the cabin, cabin in the woods. Yep. And uh, we, <laughs> at this point, we already know you were dead, Nate. And we, yes. da- you went in, Dalton, just like, okay, I'm going to try to find him, just see what happens. And then we just see a light at the entrance to the cabin. And it just stayed there. That light just stayed there for a long time. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Dalton? Let's. And Willie, when you over there, it's like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so from my perspective, and then I want to hear the beginning of this, which is Nate's perspective. So, like, they're like, we're all in the truck. Nate's like, let me go in alone because the ghost will come out by it when it's by itself. Okay, so Nate goes in there. Well, then a hunt starts, and we don't hear from Nate. 
So I'm like, all right, I'll go in and check on him. So the hunt's over. I go inside. I walk upstairs. I'm walking around. And, oh, go ahead. I just wanted to do a moment to define terminology. So uh, in the game, the phrase the hunt refers to like a irregular period in the game when the ghost is active and actually trying to go for the players and kill them. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's where you need you need to hide, basically. Um, yeah, run, hide, or die, basically. Yes, which is, uh, funny enough, the tagline for the game, Outlast. Um, <laughs> so I go in. I'm looking around. I make my way upstairs. I get kind of lost. I end up in like a laundry room. And I'm like, no, he was in a bathroom. So I make my way out. I'm on my way into the bathroom, and Willie comes over the intercom, or I mean the walkie-talkie, and he says, hey, don't worry about it. Nate's dead. Just get out of there. And I'm looking at Nate's stuff on the ground, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I forget. So this game has push to talk. Um, you have your local chat, where if, if you're around each other, you can hear each other talk, or you have your walkie-talkie for distance chat. I forgot to hit that. So I'm like, all right, I'm on my way back, and I start walking back. And then Willie comes over the inter- uh, the I keep wanting to say intercom the walkie-talkie again and he's like hey man just respond let us know that you're okay and everything and i'm like oh yeah i need to hit the button so i hit the button i'm like yeah i'm all right i'm on my way back i just saw this stuff you know i'll try to get out of here we can we can go and willie's like all right man because and he cuts out and my light starts flickering which means a hunt is starting again and i'm like fuck now it's not so much that characters the, uh, the ghost is actually in very close proximity of you that's Oh, is that what that? Yeah. Oh, so like okay. I didn't if, realize if your that. flashlight is starting to flicker, that the ghost is like basically in the same room as you. Okay. Well, I immediately was like, "Oh shit!" So I start running. And uh, there's the thing about this game is uh, all of your characters are heavy smokers, probably by three packs a day, because you can run all of about seven steps before you are absolutely winded. And uh, I make my way downstairs. I'm running towards the front door. Front front door just slams in front of me, and I'm like. Oh shit! I gotta try to open it, and it's locked. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I just keep clicking the door, clicking the door, clicking the door, clicking the door, and then these fucking creepy fingers reach around my face, and all of a sudden I'm dead. And then I see Nate, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> welcome to the afterlife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just chilling there. I was just watching this whole thing happen from the inside of the house because when you're a ghost of this game, you can kind of just wander around and like doors no longer apply to you. And you're kind of a ghost yourself. So I was just walking around following Dalton as he's getting stalked by this ghost. <laughs> I remember the first thing you said to me was, so how was your first death? And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it was so intense. Yeah, it was a funny oh, story. Like, I love that stuff. But I think one thing that might be kind of important is actually talk a little bit about game mechanics. Because I think we kind of just jumped into our fun stories. But there's probably people that are listening that haven't played this game. That's true. Um, yeah. So, Willie, I know you're pretty good at like going over like basic mechanics. I have a list of like all the items and what they do, but do you want to kind of go over a quick rundown of the first few, like what the game's all about, what we're doing? Sure. Okay. So the idea of the game is you're kind of a paranormal investigator team, kind of similar to if you've seen one of those shows like Ghost Hunters or something like that. You're, it's like that, and you use equipment that's similar to that. The only difference is the ghosts are very, very real and very malevolent, and so you're... Um, you have equipment like a EMF reader, which determines any ghostly activity in the area. You have a, a, temper, a thermometer, which, you know, you look for cold spots throughout the house, etc., etc. Anyway, as you uh, keep on going, it's like uh, your idea is basically you're trying to locate the ghost in the house. So you figure out what room it's in is your first priority. Uh, and the house can be anything from a, a small, like, house to a farm-sized house to even larger buildings such as a high school or a former asylum or prison. 
and your first goal is to locate the ghost and your second ghost your goal is to identify the kind of ghosts so you have a notebook with like 20 something different kinds of ghosts from various mythologies you have things from you know the west you got like random like you know japanese and korean ghost names in there you got like all kinds of stuff and the name doesn't always correspond to what you might think but there's a little description of it each ghost has its own characteristics in terms of how it'll hunt the players but it also has its characteristic evidence that it'll lead yeah so your main goal is to use certain pieces of primary evidence gathering to figure out exactly which kind of ghost it is because you, you're given a list of four objectives whenever you enter the game and your top objective is always identify the ghost. And then there's other things you can do too for secondary achievements to get more money. But the, the main goal is basically find ghost, figure out what it is, get out alive. Yeah, and there's a certain set of tools that you can use to help you determine what the ghosts are. So the first two that are the most important, in my opinion, when you first walk into the house that's being haunted are the um, thermometer, because it's easiest to determine where a ghost is with a thermometer just by going around and seeing where the cool spots are in the house. You don't have to get any like big one-time spikes that happen like you do with some of the other equipment. And the other one that I think is super helpful is the EMF detector, because you can kind of walk around with that and it'll spike from one to five to determine where the ghost is. So the two best tools for finding the ghost initially, in my opinion, are the EMF detector and the thermometer. Yeah, absolutely. I always made sure to grab the, the thermometer. I, that was my thing. I liked going around testing all the temperatures. Yeah. And like Willie was saying, there's a bunch of other things that can qualify what the ghosts are. So it's like there are certain things that ghosts do that help you eliminate other types of ghosts. Like, for instance, with the thermometer, if you can get temperature below freezing, that's a very specific qualifier. And then an EMF detector, if you can get that to reach that five point, that's another big qualifier for it. The other items that help you qualify what type of ghost it is, is there's something called a spirit box. And if you've ever watched any of these ghost hunting shows, it's like the radio they turn on that like goes between frequencies. EVP is what they call it on those shows. No, that's like just a voice ghost. recording. EVP is a voice recording. Spirit box. Oh, is it? Well, I'm done. Yeah, spirit box is different. Spirit box is when they're talking into the radio and you can actually make a voice out from the radio that's like, die. So like, yeah. that's when you're using that, you're waiting for a ghost to say some spooky shit like, die. Mm. And there's also a ghost writing journal, which they'll, which you can instigate the ghost until they'll actually write some spooky shit in it, like, die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are two of them. And then you also have a UV flashlight, which you can use to find ghost fingerprints, like that they touch something, you can kind of identify it with a flashlight that's UV, so you'll shine the purple light over it and it'll glow green for you. And then you have something, then you have a video camera, which you can catch ghost orbs on, which I'm sure if any of you've seen those shows, you've seen like the little orbs going in the camera mm. feeds, um, which is oftentimes can be confused with dust, but eh, we won't go there. And then the last thing is something I think they added since the first time we played called a dots projector. And it'll like, um, do a bunch of like green dots, kind of like a grid line. So if the ghost walks through it, you'll get a silhouette of them. And that thing never works. I've never seen that thing work. <laughs> yeah, we did not have uh, good luck with that thing at all. So those are the main tools that you use to identify what type of ghost you're dealing with. Yeah, and like Willie said, I mean, there's all kinds. Um, one that stuck out to me that surprised me that was on the list was yokai, because um, all of my knowledge of yokai comes from Yokai Watch, which is like a kid's show and pokemon style game so i'm like <laughs> are yokai really gonna kill you what is but yeah apparently so <laughs> at least in this version at least this version of a yokai but then you have like onis and demons and shades and revenants oh yeah fucking mean motherfuckers yeah my person and, and i like oh, i was just gonna say my personal favorite banshees which will uh 
we'll get into Thank once you. you want me to talk about my uh, probably the best experience we had during this game. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I want to touch on that in just one second. Um, now, some of the thing, one of the uh, the factors with the ghosts, and if you said this while I was looking at notes, I apologize, um, is that some of them will come out with the entire group in there. Other ones only want one person. So there are certain ghosts where you have to, like, we have to figure out where it's at, and then we have to send one person in there so the ghost will show itself. So when you enter the game first in your whiteboard, there's a, there's a whiteboard at the back of the truck, and it'll say, like, the objectives for this mission, so the main objective, three secondary missions. It also says the ghost's name, because the game uses always-on voice recognition. And even if you don't hold one of the buttons down, the ghost will respond to things you say. Yeah. So like it it does respond to stuff like that, and uh, the ghost's name can be used to agitate it. And it also says whether it responds to multiple people or if it you have to be alone for it to uh, uh, fully respond. Thanks for pointing that out. I completely forgot about that. And that's some of our most difficult hunts, including the one you guys were talking about where Nate and you Dalton both died were uh, alone ones. Yeah, and that's yep. also actually a really cool mechanic in the game too, with how it uses your microphone against you, so like it can hear you just talking. And it'll know, it, I swear the thing can tell if you're kind of freaked out or not when you're talking yeah. into it. Because it'll mess with you even more, I feel like, when you're a little freaked out. And I like the way that it has, like, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but, like, the local speak. So if somebody's within earshot, you can press that one button and they'll be able to hear you if they're within earshot. And then you also have the walkie-talkie. Yeah. And it also helps The thing about the radio is when there's high ghost activity, the radio stops working. So it's yeah. not like, oh, I'll just always radio all the time. Like, it's best to use local when you can get away with it. And, like, for instance, the, I believe it was the high school was super big and super dark. Mm -hmm. So the local local chat was good for, like, hey, I'm this way. And then, like, you could follow their voice. And you could kind of, like, hear the direction that they're talking and make your way that way. Because there was a lot of times that we got separated and I was like, oh, shit, where'd they go? But I would hear one of y'all talking to the ghost, like, all right, Mary, where are you? Where are, and I would be like, all right, where's that coming from? Where's that coming from? Okay, this room. All right, all right. So I'm not alone anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, let's, uh, Jeff, this experience that you're talking about, I believe it was the second or third house that we went into. Um, so let's, let's hear it from your perspective and then we we can give you ours. <laughs> well, the, the level we were on, it was just like a, basically your basic tutorial, uh, like suburban house home, you know, nothing fancy. It was just, Hey, your house is haunted. But anyway, so we, we figured out where the, the ghost was originating, like wh- where, its spirit was the strongest and that's basically when you're using items such as like the spirit book or the emf reader you want to put it as close to its its center as possible so we we found out it was upstairs in this hallway and it at this point i believe dalton you were in the truck nate you you had already gone or heading towards the truck it was just me and willie upstairs towards all the equipment and all of a sudden, the my flashlight, our flashlights just started going, just started flickering, and that's when we were, bo- we were both just like, okay, we got to get out of here. So I just started taking off down the stairs, and I look be- I just looked behind me to see if you were right, right behind me, Willie. Well, sure enough, there is our buddy, there yeah. is our buddy the Banshee, and <laughs> I I get a couple. It's not a solid figure, you know. It, it stays. And then it flickers out of existence. Like every step it takes, it's hello gone, hello gone. But sure, and its right hand, what what my 
it directed my focus, and I just yelled over the radio, It's got an axe! It's got an axe! And I just started running away. And right right as I got to the front door, it locked. So now I, I can't open the door. I turn behind me. There it is. It's walking right towards me. So I just, I get, I'm in the walkie-talkie, and I just yell, He's got an axe! He's got an axe! And just as, as soon as the uh, eyes, or the hands were starting to go over, you know, my face, I just yelled as loud as I can. <laughs> and basically that was the last thing you guys heard from me before uh, I d- I was killed. So I was definitely in the house with you because I was trying oh, yes, to Yes, that's right. Open. You were at the front door with me. That's right. Nate was in a truck. You were the middle one you, of the sandwich. You, you watched <laughs> me die. That's right. You, you just refreshed my memory. I'm like... I'm like. T- oh, I saw it from the rear. I was, I was. Jeff Dalton beat you to the door. You were on your way to the door. It was following you. I was like the fourth one in this caravan. If the ghost was third, you were second, and Dalton was first. <laughs> and he was just beelining straight to you. That's how one of the reasons I figured out what kind it was was because it says it specifically pursues one person. I'm like that thing is not letting off of Jeff until he is no more. <laughs> so. I'm trying to get the front door open. It's locked. So I'm just like clicking it and clicking it and clicking it. And I hear, it's got an axe. He's got an axe. Ah! gone and i'm like oh fuck jeff's dead oh god jeff's dead so i'm trying to open the door and then the door unlocks and me and willie both are able to just like flee from the house like ah fuck <laughs> come running in like jeff's dead jeff's dead, and, and jeff's dead, I'm, jeff's dead. I'm inside the house just like wow so this is the afterlife and then actually i found the ghost you know just walking around you know he started off upstairs he went down through the kitchen into the garage and then he just vanished i never saw him again so i was like you know what I'm going to go in the truck, see what the boys are discussing. And sure enough, you know, <laughs> they were talking and it's just like, it, it's, it was my dead, my yelling. It's just like, it chose him. It would not leave him alone. It's like, it, it might have been a banshee. And sure enough, it was a banshee. So it's like, yes, my death won us the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was just such a good moment because that is exactly what that game's about. It's just like, you see your friends screaming and then they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two moments that happened to me that stuck out that really cracked me up being the person who died was we were in this one house. Uh, it was when Dave was playing um, and we were walking around and we found fingerprints. It was in the same house that you got killed in by the axe guy. Mm-hmm. And we're over to the left where the door goes into the garage and I see a handprint on there. We've got the, the green dot thing going. Um, we have the EMF, like everything is in this room that we need. Like Dave had brought in, I brought in two crucifixes. Dave had the candle in there lit. Like everything was in this room and the ghost would not come out, would not come out, would not come out. So I go back to the truck. I grab another crucifix. I bring it in. I throw it down on the ground and I'm looking at Dave and Nate. They're both just standing in this room with me. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go look in the garage again. I opened the garage door. As soon as I opened the garage door, a hunt started. The ghost was right there and it immediately killed me. Now, (laughs) when I opened it and my shit started flickering, I said, oh shit, and started to run. I didn't make it very far. Um, And that's where the picture of my body through the fucking wall came from. (laughs) Was that, that ghost fucked me up. Yeah, and... like, he clipped straight into that wall. It was like I remember just me and Willie looking at it, like, "Whoa, yeah, that is the but most dead I have ever seen anyone in any game." I was just like, "How did that happen?" Like with Dave and Nate right there. As soon as I opened that garage door, that shit was on me and killed me real fucking quick. And it was like, 
Well, I guess he was just waiting behind there for somebody to fucking open it again. Oh, the dickhead. And then the other one was the... Uh, oh, my mind just blanked. So if y'all want to talk about something while I try well, to... Well, I was just going to say another uh, key uh, important item that the game has is vid- uh, a normal photo camera. That, uh, mm-hmm. And that actually yeah. adds to the objective, you know, the bonus objectives, you know, take a picture of a ghost, which actually leads us into uh, a- another one of our experiences, you know, right before, this was the last game right before we went, I had to go to bed, I think right before uh, Dave joined. But uh, we had already done everything w- there was to it, you know, it's like, okay, we know what kind of ghost it is, but we didn't do any of the bonuses. So it's like, you know what, let's get these bonuses done. And we pretty much did everything except the last one, which was take a picture of a ghost. So now we're just, I, we're just taunting this ghost. You know, it's just like, come on, J- I, th- I think the ghost's name was James. It's like, come on, James, where are you at, James? Uh, James, I bet you don't have a big dick. You know, little dick James. You know, and actually, that I want to say, that's actually part of the thing that makes me think that the ghost responds to you insulting it. I think that's that's how clever yeah. the AI is. At least that's how it felt to me. But, you know, after we're insulting this ghost for, I don't know, a couple minutes, I just all of a sudden see a figure just appear. I believe it was right behind you, Dalton. And I immediately just, I, I was, I'm holding the camera. I just went click, 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 taking as many pictures as I can. And we all just ran out of there. I remember that happened. Yeah. Like I was standing. I think it was me actually, because I remember I was like standing like the kitchen sink. Yes. And then the oh my god! Like, right behind me, and y'all, everybody saw it because it was a freaky looking thing. Yeah, <laughs> the power went off, and our flashlights just turn, and there's Nate, and right next to him is this fucking ghost holding some kind of weapon, and we were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and Jeff's over there, just click, 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 click. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, yeah, <laughs> like a true Jeff journalist. Was in that moment, he was like steadfast and strong, taking pictures while this monster was standing next to me. <laughs> Uh, the, the one that I was trying to remember was another one uh, that happened with Dave, and I think this was one of the last games that we did. It was one of the two-story houses, mm-hmm. and the ghost was up in the hallway somewhere, up on the, t- the second story, and it was just me and Dave up there, and because uh, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Dave said that he was, he's like, I'm a coward. I'm not going anywhere by myself. I'm just throwing that out there. So we were like, yeah, no worries. So he, me and him went up there, and... Dude, we were up there forever, lit in the candle. We put, I threw down a crucifix, and nothing was happening. And I looked at Dave, and I'm like, "Man, this thing just does not want to come out." And as soon as I said that, my lights, my flashlight started flickering, and I said, "Oh shit!" So in local chat, I just said, "Dave, run over here to me." So Dave comes running over to me, and I turn to go back towards the hallway, and across like. So there's a little hallway, and then there's a doorway to another hallway. Well, in that second hallway was the ghost looking at me, and I was like. Oh shit! And then it flashed forward, and it flashed, and it was coming through the second, the other hallway, and I was like, "Oh god!" So I just, I, it, I don't know why I did this, but I just went to local chat and went, "Dave, run!" And I threw down the crucifix in front of me, and then walked straight into the ghost. So the ghost killed me, but Dave was able to run away. And when they came back up, that crucifix was burned. So it was like it would have killed Dave too had I not thrown that down, but. Oh man, I was like, sacrifice! You gonna get down, Mister President, on that ghost? Yes. <laughs> I did. One thing we should mention: what when this get what, for every time you complete a mission, you earn money and you also earn experience, mm. and you use the money you you've earned from your job to buy uh, items that you, that helps you with your next uh, ghost hunting. 
But I just want to say I would not be a ghost hunter if it was paying me twenty bucks yeah. per thing. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Well, it, but continue. It, it helps that the most expensive item is a hundred bucks. But unfortunately, yeah. you can't get that item until you're level eight, I believe. Hence, that's where the experience comes in. Yeah. Yeah, I do like the little RPG element where they like you have to play more to kind of improve yourself. But it's also a risk and reward thing too, because everything you bring with you, if you die, you lose all those items. Yep. So like it's it's also a thing where you divvy up like who's gonna take the risks. You know, is someone financing the trip and he gets to sit in the car while everyone else does things, which isn't how we played it at all, but is is, is a strat people have used. Yeah. And there's some definitely upgrades that you can get from the item shop because like the game will give you these free flashlights, which are just like a little circle in front of you, but me and Willie, since we've been playing a lot, we made sure to always have the fan fully stocked with strong flashlights, which makes it a yeah. lot easier to see what's going on. So I don't know that Dalton and Jeff ever had to play with a standard flashlight. I did the very first game. I bought a, I had a flat. I used a regular one um, because we. I think everyone had like was like, oh yeah, we didn't stock the van. So, and I think we might have just canceled that one and went into another one. But I did explore the house a little bit with the little dinky normal one, and it's just such a dim little yellow yeah, light and i'm trash. like oh my god you're not gonna see anything with this well i will say yeah but some of, you practically be better off with the uv go ahead nick i was gonna say there's some of the other items like because like we were talking about how there's a primary objective is always to find the ghost oh, yeah but there's also other objectives to give you like like when jeff was talking about taking a picture so that's something you'll want to have a photo camera for but there's some other items that'll ask you to do stuff with too because there's one that's like try to get the ghost to walk through a pile of salt mm-hmm. so you can take a salt shaker with you and pour it on the ground try to get the ghost to walk through it. And then sometimes it'll tell you to use smudge sticks to cleanse an area that the ghost is using. And that's basically what smudge stick is. Like, if you ever see people walking through sage in their house to try to cleanse the area. My ex used to do that. Yeah, yeah so that's basically what that is. And there's just a couple other things, too. Like, because you also have to use a lighter if you have a smudge stick. And there's also something where it tells you to get a ghost to blow out a candle, which seems very specific. <laughs> maybe it's the ghost's birthday. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so, like, there's a whole bunch of items like that. But one of my favorites that you unlock at a later level that you can buy was the head-mounted cameras. That's the first time we've used those, and those were so cool. Yeah. So the head-mounted cameras are, you can, like, have up to four of them for everybody in the van. And then, like, they can strap it to their head. And this isn't something we mentioned before, but there's usually, like, a security camera or two in the areas you're at. And you can toggle between them on the computer in the van. If you have head-mount cameras, you can toggle between all your teammates' head mounts, too. So anything that they're seeing when they're walking through an area, you can see as well if you're the one sitting in the van. And those cameras, I was going to say, those cameras are essential when you're in those big areas, like the school or the asylum. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should point out, too, you only have two inventory slots, not counting your flashlight, which is shoulder-mounted, like in Doom 3 BFG edition. But, um... Boo. Yeah, I managed to do a Doom reference. Woo! We good. <laughs> um, but, uh... But, um... Uh, you only get two inventory slots. The head-mounted camera does not use up an inventory slot, so you get all the benefits of video camera, but without using up a slot. So you can still carry, you know, a primary detection tool and a secondary objective thing. And in the van, uh, being able to toggle the night vision is also mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Like, uh, and yeah, there were times that we'd be in the asylum, and Jeff, I think it was me and you, mm-hmm. uh, stood in front of a camera for like 15 minutes until they could find their way back to the van and then look through the cameras to figure out which camera we were on to then know on the map what camera we're looking through for locations. Like, it's really cool. Like, you actually had to work as a team to try to figure out whereabouts in these bigger places. Well, there's, like, no middle. It's just, like, you got the tiny suburban homes, and then you just got these monster 
no, obviously a high school is huge in real life, but it's just like there's like nothing in between. It's like go visit this gr- abandoned grocery store or something like that. At least not to my knowledge. But you know, it's just no. That would be awesome. Like the farm was like maybe the prison, maybe or the, yeah, that in the farmhouse. I would think because the, the farmhouse, farmhouse is a pretty big house yeah. itself, but. But yeah, the, the prison felt like a big one to me too. I mean, I feel like the high school is the most disorienting. Oh, that was that, that's what I mean. Like we're trying to come up with the middle-sized ones, but yeah, the high school was just—it was so hard to figure out your way around that. The asylum wasn't as bad, but it was still pretty rough. I feel like the prison was kind of like the in-between. Like I don't know if you got to play the prison, did you? No, Jeff? I didn't. It's a big U, basically. Yeah. The thing about the high asylum, though, that we kind of lucked out that the ghost was right next to the stairwell that was pretty close to the entrance, too. So we had yeah. a pretty yeah, short Yeah, and the, uh, the high school, the the ghost was basically on the other side. We had to use like a side entrance just for a easier exit and entrance. The high school was the one that we about gave the fuck up until I was in the van and saw that shit on the camera. And it was like, oh, fuck, it's in yeah. the gym. And then Willie went in the gym and was immediate negative temperatures. He's like, oh, shit, it's definitely in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ghost turned off the power really early, so the whole place was reading cold, and we had a false read that it was in the upstairs, out inside the stairwell or whatever, but it turns out it was in the gym, and we just almost gave up, but Dalton was just flicking through cameras like, oh. What really sucks about that, too, is we were looking all throughout the entire school. The gym is literally just straight through the front door and down a ha- like down the hallway. Yep. Like, it's right in front of you as you go through yeah. the front entrance. <laughs> And yeah, somehow that... we just missed it there at the beginning, and we spent the whole. And we'd been doing that, that because like the thing about it is like a hunt at the high school, somewhere like that. Those can take like thirty to forty-five minutes, whereas the ones in like the little house are like fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, we were in the high school for a long time, mm-hmm. and and that was the uh, the Hantu, and their big thing was they make everywhere cold because they move faster in the cold. So their big thing is turn the power off and lower the temperature of the mm-hmm. entire place, so that way they can move yeah. quicker. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I don't. I still to this like right now. I do not know where the power box to turn the power back on in the high school is. <laughs> no, it's in the basement. Not a clue. Probably one thing. One one thing I really enjoyed about this game too is we've all kind of agreed to just play the game instead of like hitting the wiki for literally everything. So there's a lot of stuff we don't know what we're doing, and I think it makes it a little spookier that we don't fully know the rules of the game we're playing. Like I feel like that's a completely different experience to if you were like an expert and you were speed running each run basically i can't imagine so I wanting got... to try hard at this game you yeah. know what i mean i feel like we get the atmosphere of the way we're i will gonna... say one thing i i do want to mention you know the game itself i'm not sure those who have never played this it's in first person view mm-hmm. and so yeah you know the environments themselves you know they look pretty darn good but the game itself still kind of has that early access feel to it so like if you're shining your flashlight somewhere you know the the shadows might just be very buggy, but you know that I think that just adds to the yeah. atmosphere. Is is that just the game bugging out, or is that actually am I looking at something that's about to kill me? You know, I think that's yeah. I think that's to the game's benefit. It's like, whoa, was that ghost making Nate hold that flashlight on the opposite side of his <laughs> hand? That's crazy. <laughs> One of my favorite things though is kind of those clipping issues. It's like. I remember there was like I took a screenshot of it where there was like three of us were all standing inside of each other and it made like this horrible monster looking thing that I posted it somewhere in the Discord but it's always hilarious with the little goofy things like that that can happen. 
Yeah, I, I remember. We were like a Matryoshka doll of regret. <laughs> I remember crouching down and walking inside of Jeff and looking up and taking a picture of his teeth and eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just floating I there. love when you get inside skull models in games and you can see the teeth and eyes. So that's always hilarious. Yeah. Uh, one what little like little thing that I thought was a good addition just for when you're sitting around in the little room waiting is they put a hoop and two basketballs in there with a point <laughs> counter. So like if somebody's really trying to decide what they want to take and you're already ready, you can go grab a basketball and shoot some hoops. It's not uh it's not easy to make hoops, but you can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to actually get that thing through the hoop. Yeah. I had seven I points. Like I was like, Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Phasmophobia character is the least physically competent hero in video game <laughs> history. Like, that, was it Dalton? Or, it was either Dalton or Jeff was like, is this guy just like a really heavy smoker or what? Yeah. It's like you take five faster, like you hit the run button, you take like six power walk steps. And then your character is just, <gasps> and it makes a terrible hard breathing noise. It, alert, it scares everyone else too. Yeah, one other, yeah, it does do that, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> but one other important mechanic, I don't think we've touched on it all is the fact that the game kind of runs on kind of like a Lovecraftian system where you have a sanity meter. and That's yep. true, yeah. So like the longer you stay in there in the dark or whatever, your sanity will drain down. And so in the less sane you are, the more likely you are to experience ghost events. So there's a risk-reward of going in when your sanity has gotten low so that you might get more ghost activity to find what you're trying to find, but you also are more likely to get murdered by the ghost. Actually, that brings up a good point as well, because that's a that's one of the graphs you see in your truck. Another one that uh, we fo- you tend to focus a lot on is your total activity meter, which from a scale from one uh, zero to ten, it tells you you know the the activity of the ghost. So obviously, if it's a, at a ten. You know, the ghost is right near the closest person, and when you try to uh, contact that person, all you hear is static over the radio. Yeah, that, that was when you knew something was up, and it was never good to see somebody's sanity turn into two question marks, because <laughs> then that meant they're yeah. dead. <clears throat> yep. It, 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 there's some, there's, it got, there were some intense moments, uh, and you, you wouldn't think that being in the van would be intense, but like... You're in charge of watching the cameras to see if there's anything around the guys that they don't might see. Uh, they're, they're, you have to watch their sanity meter. You have to keep everybody up on like, okay, Willie, your sanity just dropped below 50%. Keep that in mind. All right, thanks. You know, that kind of thing. And then you also have to watch that activity meter and be like, yeah, it's just a two in the room. You guys are, oh my God, it's now, it's an eight. It's an eight. Guys, be careful. It's an eight. Oh, it's a 10. It's a 10. Get out of there. And then you know when it's a 10, they can't hear you, but you're still talking to them anyway. Like, please get out of there. Please get out of there. It's intense. Plus- that whole time that you're in the van, you're also responsible for looking at the cameras, trying to see if there's any orbs mm-hmm. around. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're trying to multitask, doing all these things, and like that was the the time that I saw the ghost in the gym at the high school. Uh, Jeff was looking at the activity meter, and I saw the ghost, and I was like, Jeff, 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 come and look at this. And by the time he got over there, it was gone, but there was still an orb going around. And um, in fact, I think it was us three. It was before Nate had joined. We were doing one, and I saw orbs on the camera, and you guys were like, oh, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And then when Nate joined in later, he was like, "No, I was watching. Those were absolutely orbs, and they just yeah. went away." As soon as I tried to point it out, they were just gone. No, yeah, it was hilarious because I was just sitting because Dalton was streaming it, and it was before I could join. It was going to join in the next game, and I was just watching Dalton screen the whole time. And he was sitting here yelling like, "There's orbs! There's orbs!" And then every time one of you two would come and try to look at the camera, the orbs would just go away. But every time I was looking at the screen with Dalton, there were actually definitely orbs there. And yeah. It was the most hilarious thing because I could see Dalton getting more and more frustrated, and you were like, 
Dalton, what are you talking about, man? It's like ah! the Michigan J Frog cartoon. <laughs> yeah. They are there. The moment we look away, hello, my baby. Well, to be fair, the oh, man. You know, when I was looking at the looking for orbs, I was expecting like, you know, like giant like orbs, but it turns out they're just like tiny little things where if you're not if you're don't see them you will miss them but eventually yeah. eventually or if you're lucky you'll just see like a little white dot you know that you think would be like dust or something it's like nope that's an orb yeah and i think like say they do a phasmophobia 2 and maybe they upgrade their engine some and stuff dude if they're able to do dust particling Ugh. like that would be intense because then you really have to cho- be like all right is that actual dust or is that an, an orb yeah. um gentlemen real quick uh, something that we forgot to do. Would you like to hear some obligatory Wikipedia bullshit about phasmophobia? <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Let's, uh, We've got our intros in the outro, man. Yeah, right? So, Phasmophobia is an investigative horror game developed and published by the indie game studio Connect Games. Uh, the game became available in early access through Steam and Microsoft Windows with for- virtual reality support in September of 2020. So, yeah, just about a year ago. Uh the game received a large influx of popularity in the following month due to very many well-known Twitch streamers and YouTubers playing it, mainly for the Halloween season. Um, as, of, as of October 15th, 2020, the game was the sixth most popular game on Twitch, and it was the best-selling game on Steam globally for several weeks in October to November of 2020. Wow. Yeah. Just, and then... Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. Uh, I was just going to say, the... Uh, the development and stuff. It says uh, the game was first seen on March 6, 2020, with its Steam page becoming live. Uh, the announcement trailer was released three months later, uh, inclu- including VR support, which our buddy Laxby played it in VR, and uh, apparently it's fucking terrifying. Sounds intense in that mode for real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was released in early access for $14. And then after the release, the game received two major updates regarding bug fixes in the following week. They missed some. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, D. Nider, uh, that's a strange name, D. Nider, uh, the founder and sole member of Kinetic Games, has stated that he hopes to release the full game somewhere in 2021, which I believe was the last update that we got um, finished up that. Uh, I could be wrong, though. But yeah, other than that, it's just got some stuff about popularity, saying that uh, it was the best-selling game of the week. It beat out Fall Guys and pre-orders for Cyberpunk 2077 the week it was released. I will point out that the last update for this game put it into version 0.3.1.2. So it's still a version 0 game. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's still kind of early access. That makes sense. So it might be out of early access, but not out of beta type. Yeah. But, well, then I'm interested to see where this game will be in another year. I will I <laughs> yeah. will say I I did purchase this game a year ago, and this is the first time I, I managed to play it. <laughs> yep. Same here, bud. I uh, I bought it to play with the game buds, and then kind of missed that boat. So yeah, everyone. All of a I had been just sitting on it, like a golf with your friends or a Jackbox, a Shell Shock Life. Yeah. 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 So I missed that. Oh, Shell Shock was fun those couple weeks. I uh, yeah, and I was glad though when we shifted away from Among Us because it got to the point where like, I guess there's only so many times you can accuse your friends of being liars before they start taking it personally. <laughs> and. Yeah. We did a lot of accusing because it got to the point. Like I felt bad for Dave because Dave just wouldn't talk, and people would be like, "Dave's being quiet. He's sus," and kick him off, and then he would just not be the imposter <laughs> and things like that. And it got to the issue where like people were talking over one another and all of that. So like I was glad when um, people started pitching other games, and this just yeah. happened to be one of the ones that got pitched. 
like I said, I just missed out on it. But I imagine playing with like I can only imagine playing this with John. And his voice, I love his voice. And I just picture him just being like, ah! (laughs) Freaking the fuck out. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) But yeah, uh, that's some uh, some phasmophobia chat, gentlemen. Is there anything else that we'd like to touch on? I think it's about all I have. Are we giving giving number scores to this game? Or are we going to say because it's in early access, maybe we should hold off for now? I I can give it a uh, as of recording. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll be out of early access this time next year, and we'll be playing it again. (laughs) Yeah. Halloween two. Wait, no, that's a movie. I'll give it, I'll give it a seven point five ghost attacks, because I feel like that leaves it for room for improvement, but also doesn't shit on it because it's it's pretty fucking good the way it is now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a seven point five EMF readings out of ten as well. <laughs> Let's see, just give it like five times whatever I gave Blair Wit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so a two. Oh. <laughs> You're right. Seven point five is definitely a fair rank for this game Blair Witch, because, like, this is one. Blair of the, Witch is the only game you ever got mad at me for yeah, beating. right. <laughs> <laughs> but this game was so much fun to play with friends, like, and I'm sure that enhances the overall value of the score of the game because there is a single player mode that was played. But at the same time, I feel like this is the intended way the game was meant to be played. So I yeah. think seven and a half is definitely super fair, and I'm excited to play this when it updates even more. Well, I'm gonna shake things up a little bit. I'm gonna Ooh. say this is a eight point five. I, Ooh, now, could, right. could that uh, be influenced by the fact that I had such a great time playing with you guys? Probably. But I just think uh, that, as well as just the, the enjoyment I had playing this game, uh, I think this is uh, it's very good. It, it ha- does have room for improvement, but I think it's uh, an 8.5. And that makes sense, because I remember uh, you saying that you uh, didn't enjoy... Or most horror games like didn't scare you, and that you said that this one like was good at being eerie and things like that. So yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that. I have a. We all got to hear Jeff scream. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Willie? Oh, I just want to say uh, I'm down to play with this uh, some more. If you guys want to like get rooms together anytime during the Halloween season, like yeah. hell yes, like pop me a query, and there's a chance I'll be into it. And if not, all four of us can. Maybe we can hit up Game Buds and see if any of the uh, tadpoles absolutely for sure. Yeah, I think or, or Adam said something about him wanting to play, but good luck scheduling time yeah. with him. Yeah, that, he lives on the other side of the world. Their, their time zones are like minus eleven of us. God, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I try to remember that he's like twelve hours plus two hours ahead, so it's like fourteen oh, wow. or fifteen hours, something like that. So like right now it's like two p.m. tomorrow over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the the only other th- by the time it's tomorrow, it'll already be next year. Zing, zoon. Um, the only thing I have to say is Kinetic Games, give us a fucking Scooby Doo DLC, dude. <laughs> Zoinks. Like, make the playable characters the crew, and then we go in after a ghost. A, a g- 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 ghost! <laughs> and instead of locking the door, if you just go through the door, you come out a different hallway every time? Yeah, exactly. It's just never-ending hallways. Now, that would be interesting. A, a horror game set, like, where you're running from a ghost and stuff, but it's just a long hallway with infinite doors, and you just have to escape it for as long as possible. Like, mm. zoink, scoop! That's a good idea! <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah, I don't have anything better to end on than that. So Perfect. <laughs> we love you all. Jeff, thanks for joining us this thanks. week, man. Nate, good to have you back. Thanks for having me and, on, uh, guys. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, you're great, man. You, I love you, having you get, tonight. You guys are great. You produce a, uh, it's a good show. I love listening to this. Oh, we love you too, buddy. 
And uh, that about does it for this week's episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. If you would like to uh, check out anything to do with our show, uh, social media, all of that jazz, you can go to uh, bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast and just uh, capitalize each of those words, um, each well, each first letter of those words, and like it's a proper noun. I, I don't need to explain it three times in a row. You know what I fucking mean. Uh, bit.ly slash Steam Machine Podcast takes you to our website, has all the links to our social medias and stuff like that. Um, and then you also have bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, which is all caps, every single one of them motherfuckers. And that'll give you a link to the Discord. Come join, vote on the games, chat with us about video games. The crew is growing in there slowly but surely. I love to see new people join in and chat with them about uh, whether there's been a lot of JRPG talk and stuff lately, and I'm fucking all about that. It's been making me happy. Um, other than that, oh. Duh. Uh, the Patreon. If you'd like to go to patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast, just one dollary do will get you early access to the episodes whenever I'm done. Yes, just one, Jeff. Just one. Um, just one will get you access to the episodes early, and uh, whenever I'm done editing them is when you guys get them. And if you want to donate $10 or more each month, then uh, you get a special sh- shout-out by name on each episode. Which, yes thumbs up to you guys you guys rock um no just, and... a just a minute i'm pointing at nate <laughs> i'm pointing at you but not with my fingers yeah there you go there you go uh and then like if you just want a cool ass shirt with our logo on it or maybe one of my album covers on it uh you can go to tsmpproductions.threadless.com and check all that out um other than that nate hit him with your twitch buddy and then we can get out of here yeah man hit me up i'm on twitch and twitter and and now TikTok at Turtle Bear Man. So come catch me live on stream or catch me on those other two places just to enjoy some stupidity that I put out into the world. <laughs> Love to have you there. Yeah, it's a good. Jeff, you got well, I got this uh, right here that I'm supposed to read. Uh, my balls are big. Who wrote this? <laughs> there you go. Who good. wrote that? Fantastic. <laughs> it was a, it was you a see, fucking you late- ghost again. It was... Wait, no, you wrote that when Jeff when Dalton was talking about his dreams. <laughs> Hold on, what were you dreaming about, Dalton? <laughs> Jeff's big balls, obviously. Is this your handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, is this your card? <laughs> um, then I'll end it on a wreck. Uh, go check out my buddy's YouTube my buddy's YouTube channel, uh, Oak City Gamers. Uh, his name's Matt. Shout out to him. He said that he would love to come on anytime we do Crazy Taxi. Because he loves Crazy Taxi. Um, But they're cool guys, man. They go out and they do like uh, thrifting runs and they film it and they make it funny. I enjoy watching those guys. Uh, Oak City Gamers on YouTube. Check them out. Uh, And again, Jeff, Nate, thanks for joining us this week, guys. And as always, you dear listeners, take it easy.